Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Talking USMLE podcast. My name is Dr. Paul. If this is your first time visiting, let me take this opportunity to welcome you to the show. Whether you're in pre-med, med school, or you're just looking for some tips on productivity, inspiration, motivation, and becoming successful, you're in the right place. Before we dive in, please do me a huge favor and let us know how we're doing by leaving us a rating. Five stars if you're enjoying the show. Let's not waste any more time. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. My name is Dr. Paul. I'm here with Dr. Stavros. Today, we're going to be answering some more of your Reddit questions. You guys are asking us some great questions on Reddit. We want to provide you with some great answers. But before we dive in, don't forget to hit that like button below. We would greatly appreciate it if you did so. Also, don't forget to subscribe and set up notifications so that we can send you every single video that we release. All right, Doc, today we're going to dive in with two awesome questions that we found on Reddit just this morning. The first one, if you want to jump in, is all about motivation. You want to get started? Yeah, let's do it. So, title says, need some motivation, posted nine days ago. Hey, guys, I'm supposed to take my step one in late October. I'm not motivated at all nowadays, very worried about the changes being made, and it's given me anxiety. How do you guys keep yourself motivated? What should I do? How can I help myself to stay focused? I wish my school or just the library was open. It, wouldn't been, it would have been nice to see others studying and maybe find a study partner. Couple emojis, crying and frown, sad face. Okay. All right. Should I start? Yeah, go for it, Doc. All right. <clears throat> Number one, you wish your school or the library was open. What are you going to do? You can't let that be something that deters you from working towards your goals. So it is what it is. We're in a pandemic right now. Depending on when you're watching this, it's uh, late August 2020. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Everything closed. It is what it is. You just got to deal with what happens to you. Remember, life is not about what happens to you. It's about how you react. And by the looks of it here, you're not reacting very well, but hopefully this little message can get you over that. So number one, you're not motivated nowadays. I would ask myself, if I were you, what is it that is preventing me from being motivated? Mm -hmm. Are you really passionate about medicine? Oftentimes people aren't motivated because they're not really into it. Ask yourself, are you in the right field? I'm going to assume for the sake of the fact that you at least ask this question that you are. And if that's the case, then my next, the next part of my answer is you can't really rely on motivation. You know, I always tell students, motivation is great. I love motivational quotes, memes, videos. I love, but I also know that I, if I go and watch something, it's just because it inspires me momentarily. I don't rely on motivation to keep me going. It's like medications. It's like drugs. First time you get motivated, you're so pumped up, but then it sort of wears off and then you need more motivation and it wears off. Before you know it, you're desensitized to motivational stories, motivational videos, motivational quotes. They do nothing for you. What good is that? My point is motivation is not something that you should rely on to keep going. What you need to rely on is the D word, the big D, discipline. You have to be disciplined in order to move forward. What does discipline mean? It's very simple. Discipline is doing what you need to do, what you know you need to do, when you need to do it, regardless of whether you want to do it or not. In an ideal world, we always feel inspired to do the work we want to do. For example, if you're an artist, you know, maybe you are always just inspired to paint. 
that's amazing. But that's hardly ever the scenario. Even writers will tell you, and I've listened to tons of interviews with writers because you know writers are notorious for writer's block. The best writers, the pros, they sit, they have a dedicated time every day. For example, I think Stephen King was, I listened to an interview a couple of weeks ago. He will sit down in the morning and he will write for I think two or three hours. Even if he's got nothing in his head, he just writes to, for the act of writing. Even if he doesn't want to do it, even if he's got nothing good to say, because out of doing the work, the results will eventually come. And if you're prepping for your exams, the same thing is true. You might not be inspired to sit and do 40 questions in your world and then take two to three hours to review them. To be honest, if you are motivated for that, I'd be a little skeptical because it doesn't sound too exciting. But if you discipline yourself to say every day, I am going to sit down and do a full block. Then I'm going to take two to three hours to review that full block. Then I'm going to create some notes, some Anki cards every single day, whether I want to or not. Two, three months down the road, when you all of a sudden bounce back and you're starting to feel inspired and motivated again, you wouldn't have wasted that time. You'd have used it productively and you've got close to your goals. So forget about motivation. Stop asking people what motivates them. You have to just say to yourself, I am dedicating myself today to being disciplined. Do what you need to do when you need to do it, even if you don't want to do it. So um, that was the first thing I wanted to say. You ask yourself how to stay focused. The biggest way to stay focused is to have a goal in mind. Like what is the reason you're doing all this work? It's to do well on step one. Why? Why do I want to do a step one? well on step one? Well, I want to get into plastic surgery. It's been my dream since I was a child. Why? Because I really, you know, my little brother was born with a cleft palate and I have a soft spot for those people. And I want to go to Africa and I want to help kids with cleft palate who can't afford treatment. Why? Because I don't want to see children suffering when it wasn't their fault. Bingo. That's my why. So when you can't sit there and push yourself to do the work, focus on that why. Why are you doing this? Because unfortunate children in Africa need my help. That's a powerful why. And I want you to ask yourself those questions. Why, why, why? Get to the bottom, the root cause of why you're doing this in the first place. It's got to be something good. If it's just money or if it's to make your parents proud, that's not going to be good enough. You have to get to something real deep that you can grasp onto. That's one way to stay focused. The other way is just to have a schedule where you're actually following things hour by hour. You should have an hourly breakdown of what you want to do. Um, And if you're having trouble, you know, motivating or focusing Try cutting back on the amount of work you're doing. Sometimes we just put too much on ourselves and it's so overwhelming that we can't keep up with it. So if you're trying to do three blocks a day and you can only do two and then the next day you've got four and then you can't get through that because you got so much, then it sort of accumulates. You just get demoralized. Cut back 50%. Do one block a day. Do it well. Take notes. Do it all perfectly. That'll start to get you inspired to do it again. And then once you get the momentum going, maybe you can up it to one and a half blocks, two blocks. But when it comes to USMLE prep, quality is way more important than quantity. Don't rush through it. Um, And then I think I've addressed everything. Uh, Oh, the last thing is the changes being made to the step one in October. Guys, the content is not changing, right, Dr. Stavros? The content is the same. All they did was they slightly adjusted the percentages. So instead of maybe path being 40 to 50% of your exam, what do they change it to like 42 to 51%? Who cares? The way you approach your exam prep is the same. The content you, you are going to study is the same. Looks like the one thing that might've changed is there's a little bit more emphasis on things like 
um, communication and interpersonal skills, like your ethics and your biostats and yeah. the communication aspect, which is important. That might be the one thing that changed. Luckily, that's pretty simple and straightforward stuff. It's, it's pretty um, almost self-explanatory. But um, if you read your ethics books, you get a BRS for ethics, or even just you know study some step two CS stuff that we've, we've got, Doc, we've got dozens and dozens of videos on communication and interpersonal skills, how to behave with patients. Go to our YouTube channel or Instagram TV and just watch those videos to learn how to communicate properly. But uh, I think I just hogged so much of the time, but I think oh, I, got, I got everything out. I think that would be very valuable to address each one of these areas. You want to... <laughs> Jump no, in. You got everything. Throat, my throat, sir. <laughs> Everyone needs to remember motivation does expire just like a membership. You know, you have a, a thought of joining a gym. You get in there. You're motivated. You pay the membership fee. You feel great. A couple days go by. A week goes by. Two weeks go by. You lose that motivation. It's, it's something that, like what Dr. Paul hit on so many times, if you ask me my motivation, what inspires me, it's going to be different than what he says and what someone else says. So you have to dig deep, figure out exactly the roots of why you're doing it, and on a daily basis, if need be, remind yourself, write it down, take a picture, and eventually realize this happens to everyone. It's not easy to go through. It's not just a, a four-week, you know, a couple of days, couple of weeks, and that's it. It does take time to study. It takes time to build, to, to build a structure, schedule, to be disciplined, to sacrifice. It's not easy, but the rewards are amazing. So I understand the feel about libraries. I know you can't go to school, but there's other ways to study, right? Have a community have our you know, programs, students that work together side by side on Zoom or different programs. There are ways to do it. You just need to get it done. It's August, your test is in October, late October. So you have to assess yourself. Where are you? How are you doing with your studies? Are you doing well? You gotta get up and running, doc. You gotta really get in that zone. Time is flying. So you know, definitely gonna do it. Reach out to us if you need help, we're here for you. You know, something else that sort of popped into my mind when you were talking there, and, and I'll tell you guys a real quick story. Um, Oftentimes, people think they need to be motivated to do the work, but it actually works the opposite. If you do the work and you start to build momentum, that will build motivation. Let me tell you a real quick story. So my gym was closed from March until three weeks ago, which was just horrific for me because I started working out at 17 and this was just a nightmare. Anyway, the gym opened, but it's limited, meaning they only allow 46 people in the gym at a time. And the way that we go to the gym is you have to go on the app and you have to book it ahead of time. So you lock in your time and you're only allowed to do one hour at a time. So I get up, as I notoriously talk about, I get up at 4 a.m. So I thought, let me just bang it out at 6 a.m. One thing I wasn't really thinking about was that I get up and do work sitting at the table here at 4 a.m. But I am not in a mental state to go and push weights, to lift weights at 6 a.m. I'm just not there. But I scheduled myself for like two weeks ahead of time. And if you break the, if you unbook and you break the schedule a certain number of times, then they'll actually prevent you from doing it anymore. Then you have to wait in the overflow line. So the first few days I started going at six and I I was so unimpressed with myself that I made myself go to the gym at 6am. And for two weeks, every time, you know, I get up at four and I set my alarm for 515 I take the little dog out and then I would go to the gym every single time. I was like, I do not want to go. I'm, I, was, I was trying to talk myself out of it. However, I've programmed myself to do the things I don't want to do so well that even if I despise the thought of doing something, I just go do it. And after two weeks, even though I'm not thrilled about getting up and going to the gym, 
now mm. because I got back into it and I'm starting to get momentum again. Now I'm actually kind of motivated. Like, you know, Wednesday, I, I don't go in, but Thursday, Friday, I'll go in at six and I'm actually looking forward to it now. So if you force yourself to do the things that you're not motivated to do, it sucks at first, but once you start to do it and get some results, you'll build momentum and then you'll actually create motivation by yourself. You don't have to worry about an external factor to motivate you. Your own um, discipline to do what you should be doing will actually start to inspire you. And you're the, your greatest source of inspiration and motivation. You don't have to worry about anything else. Just do yep. it, even if you don't want to. And eventually you'll just love the process and, and you'll get motivated to do keep doing it because you'll start to see the results. So, um, you know, that's my little story. But uh, I think it pertains to this because I wasn't motivated to go to the gym at 6 a.m. But now I'm like, it's cool. I'm used to it. That's an amazing story. I hope everyone out there is listening and, and really can connect because you, you've chosen, meaning listening and watching, you chose a wonderful profession, medicine, and it's going to test your, 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 your ways of sacrifice and, and your will to continue because many can't and they won't and others will. So it's, yeah. a, it's a definitely a long journey, but we do it all the time. Students succeed, they get into residency and it's not going to be easy, but you know, that's so why you watch these kind of videos and you see us, you know, a lot of motivational videos, motivational, helping out with our students in our program. It, it, it's, it's, you need help, reach out. If you don't need help, it's perfectly fine. So I, I really admire this individual who's doing so, but you have to really dig deep and figure out what's going on. You know, you, have, you should be ready to go August 25th now, kind of reviewed everything. It's just kind of just refreshing and, you know, just reach out if you need help. That's all it is. Definitely want you guys to get up and running and, and at least crush your exam and keep moving. Perfect. Yeah. You want to jump on the next one? Yeah, or did, did you read the first one or did I? I can't even remember. I did the first one. but All right. I'll, I'll read the second one. Yeah. So this one is about the step one update. So it's I'm a little confused about the changes happening before October and after October 20th. Can someone explain to me? Thank you. Um, so before the 20th, there's no changes. It's just after the 20th. So doc, just kind of reiterate what I just said, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. So ideally everyone out there listening, I know many students have reached out to us. They feel have anxiety, stress, panicking. You really can't change your style of studying. They're just shifting a little of what they're going to focus on. So if I was and Dr. Paul were studying for step one, we tell our students every day in our program, stay on your course, stay on your schedule, stay on your study plan, because how are you going to change your studies? What are you going to say? I'm going to study 10, 10, 10 minutes less on this topic and 15 minutes more on right. this topic. No, I would walk in knowing that I've covered everything possible because just like there was an example that was provided to me from a student a long time ago, step one and step two CK is like going to the Olympics, so to speak. You need to be really good at all the all different sports. And on exam day, the judges will tell you, all right, Mr. Stavros, Mr. Paul, I want you to, to attack or to do these 10 different events. Same kind of thing. You have to really be good at every topic because it's randomized, right? So on exam day, you might get 30% of this exam, this type, 40% of this topic. You can't just bank on, well, I'm going to skip biochem. I'm going to skip cardio because I really don't want to do it. I don't like it. And I hope, which I hate this word, hope, how about I don't get that on my exam? Well, I hope you pass your exam and I hope you get into residency. That's the point. Don't let these little changes affect your habits of studying. Majority of students are looking for a reason not to study or change their whole style of studying for what? We're telling you, do not do that. If you do, you're going to panic. You're going to be in fear. You're going to have anxiety, and you're going to affect the way you're studying medicine, period. That's it. 
So I'm assuming the metaphor with the Olympus, you're referring to the decathlon, I'm, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. The 10 different events. Because if you go to the Olympics for one event, then you're not doing different events, right? Exactly. Yeah. So the okay. So, and I'm not picking on you. The reason why I, I said this is because um, I've I, I listened to an interview with someone. I can't remember who it was. It was a decathlete just a month ago, maybe. It was a podcast, and they said, "How do you possibly win a decathlon? Because it's ten events. How are you world class at ten events?" And here was the secret: you don't have to be world class in any one event. You just have to be good at every event. So, you know, you might be the best pole vaulter in the world, but if you're the weakest, let's say, I don't even know what's in the decathlon, shot putter, if you're the weakest shot putter, then that's going to be a bad thing for you. So what you want to do is make sure that you're average or above average, ideally, but you're good in each one of these events. So like you said, if they shift the percentages, you know, three to 4% here or there, you're not going to change anything you do. You got to make sure that you go into each topic with the goal of mastering it. So, you know, just because uh, embryology only makes up 7% of the exam, does that mean when you go through embryo, you're going to skip, you know, every, what, every nine out of 10 pages? Because if you cover one page, that's 10%. It doesn't make any sense. You have to go into every event topic with the goal of, I'm going to do as best as I can. But in reality, as long as I'm above average in everything, then I'm going to be above average on the exam. You could be the you could be the smartest pathologist in the world. Go into step one knowing nothing but pathology. Get every single path question right. How well are you going to do on the step one? You're not going to do well because you only were good in one thing. So the percentages are irrelevant. Even if anatomy makes up one percent of your exam, you need to go in and need to assume you need to know anatomy inside and out because there could be five, 10 questions. That could be the difference between, you know, a 230 and 235, which could be the difference between not getting into the residency of your dreams. So you yeah. have to keep that in mind. I mean, um, so go true. ahead. So true. And I want students to, when they watch this and listening and, and watching it, to remember that when you're studying, it's also about stamina, sitting behind a computer just like this and attacking more than just one block in one day learning how to read the questions, learning how to decipher what, what the answer choices could be. And that's the whole point. So besides the material you have to absorb, reabsorb, refresh, and review, you also have to work on the other components of the exam, which is what I just stated. So stay away from micromanaging yourself. Think more of what you need to do and go from there. You're going to pick at, well, I got to do this versus this, and now focus on everything else, including I don't have a mask on me. Remember, guys, masks, those are taking the exam soon. I've said videos before, made videos on Instagram, YouTube. Put the masks on, practice. You don't want to go there, take an exam, eight hours with a mask on, and then make an excuse that I had headaches because of my mask. It's on you, not on anybody else, not the system. You know what you got to do. Just do it. Simple as that. The rules are always changing. And as long as you know the rules and you play by the rules, um, then there's no reason for you to not succeed. You know, um, what was I watching yesterday? It was something about, it was, uh, I was watching a, like a little mini documentary on real estate and someone was commenting how, you know, a lot of people think real estate is a rigged game because you can, you get so many tax benefits, you can take a depreciation. There's so many things that people who have money to invest, they use the system, they, they use the word, they game it, but they're just using the laws and the rules to their advantage. They're not cheating. They're just playing within the parameters of the game. So you guys just need to figure out what are the parameters of the game. Go all in on that. That's all you got to do. So like Dr. Stavros said, I'm glad you brought the mask up. 
you go in your exam and you didn't practice with a mask on and you don't perform well, that's your fault because you didn't practice properly within what the parameters of game day were going to look like. You can't blame anyone but yourself. It sucks to wear a mask. I mean, I have to wear one just to leave the building. I don't like doing it, but you got to do it because that's just the rules. Just play within the rules and do your best. That's it. And I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, out there walking around, I know the whole mask thing, but this is something with Prometric will say, without that mask, you will not take your exam. So there's no way around it, guys. Practice from now, especially if your exam is coming up, because it might take you a couple weeks to get used to it. It's not just a, not, not just a five-minute visit into in and out of the supermarket. It's nine hours of the mask on your face. So that's a big thing to consider. Please consider. Over that. the nose, too. None of this below the nose. That's cheating. <laughs> You got to be careful. They'll, they'll tell you. A friend of mine took the exam and he goes, tell your students because, I mean, I was kind of just trying to change it up and they'll stop you and say, sir, if you don't put it the right way, you have to exit, exit the, the facility. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. We're done. All right. So hopefully that was uh, helpful for you guys. I think we covered a lot, much, much more beyond just the questions. So hopefully you guys found that to be valuable. If you have any questions for us, reach out to us on Instagram. Uh, I can be reached at Real Dr. Paul. Dr. Stavros is at Real Dr. Stavros. We're always here to answer your questions. We might not get to you right away, but we will get to you eventually. Thank you guys for spending time with us today. Hopefully it was helpful. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you all for listening. I hope you found that to be helpful. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Real Dr. Paul, and you can follow Dr. Stavros at Real Dr. Stavros. I hope you found this episode to be helpful. If you did, please don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and leave a review so we know if you're finding the show to be helpful. We thank you for listening to the show. We know that you could be anywhere right now, but you've decided to spend your time with us. And for that, we're forever grateful. Thank you all for stopping by. We'll see you on the next episode.